time for the BS Sports Show. We want to hear from you, so call us on the BS line. Now, here's Billy Elvis and the BS Sports Show. Welcome to the BS Sports Show. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Tuesday edition. Uh, Billy Elvis will be along here in just a second. You want to be a part of the show, you can. 347-324-5252. On Twitter, at BS Sports The Fan, at Billy Elvis, at Mo Radio Show. The Chicago Blackhawks are the Stanley Cup champions. Unbelievable. Last night, 2 nothing. Corey Crawford with a great game. Duncan Keith named your MVP. And I don't know if you've seen the video from uh, Wrigleyville. Uh, the crowd there just going absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts in Wrigleyville last night. Blackhawks three times in six years, joining only the uh, Detroit Red Wings and Boston Bruins as uh, six-time cup winners. And as you're a Blackhawks fan today, you have to sit here and think now, with 12 contracts expiring, three, uh, unrestrict- or three restricted free agents, is this dynasty over already? You heard the NHL commissioner last night, Gary Bettman, call it a dynasty, and maybe the definition of dynasty uh, is different now because you're not rattling off five or six straight like the Montreal Canadiens did. So maybe maybe the definition of dynasty is different now. But the Chicago Blackhawks are Stanley Cup champions, and uh, they will be so for a year. <laughs> and uh, as an interesting side note, last night the Stanley Cup was late getting to the United Center last night. Reports that uh, the Stanley Cup was driven to the United Center at over 100 miles an hour last night, followed by a police escort. Now, in 1938, the Cup wasn't even there because the Blackhawks were such underdogs that the commissioner of the NHL at the time did not think that the Blackhawks would win the Stanley Cup, so the Cup was still in Detroit with the Red Wings, who had won it the year before. It wasn't even shipped to Chicago. So the last time that they won on home ice, the Stanley Cup wasn't even in the building to celebrate with. It was a cool scene last night, too, seeing Kimo T- uh, Tiemann uh, uh, ho- hoisting the Stanley Cup. After all the games that he's played, to finally hoist the Stanley Cup was very cool. Jonathan Taze, the captain, uh, <clears throat> as soon as it was given to him last night by Commissioner Gary Bettman, uh, uh, turned and, and handed it to Tiemann, and uh, what a great moment. What a great moment in Chicago last night, and will we crown an NBA champion tonight? Now, tonight, if we do, it won't happen at home, because tonight, the Golden State Warriors would clinch in Cleveland. And there's been tons of talk about LeBron James with him saying that he's the greatest player in the world, the best player in the world, which he is. I mean, don't get me wrong. He is the best player in the world. But to verbalize it last night, uh, my cohort, Billy Ellis, had a, had a huge issue with it, had a problem with, uh, with that being said. I, I don't have an issue with it. To me, I feel like LeBron was was maybe uh, deflecting from the uh, the play of uh, of his uh, of his uh, teammates, maybe keeping it from 
the criticism from them by, uh, you know, he knew if he said that, that uh, that people were going to talk about it. And talk about it, they have. So we saw an NHL champion tonight. We could see an NBA champion tonight, or do we go to a game seven? Blackhawks do it in six. Can the Warriors do it in six? And one of the coolest things to see, one of the coolest moments last night, uh, actually was the uh, handshake at the end of the series. Still probably one of the coolest things in sports was the uh, the handshake after every series. And the uh, handshake last night between Tampa Bay and Chicago. We find out that uh, goalie Ben Bishop uh, had, uh, has, had a torn groin, which was the undisclosed injury. Uh, and, uh, and, and kudos to him play, for playing through that. Because we see that in hockey, man. Playing for that cup is such an unreal experience. You play through any injury. You play through any injury. You just do that's how it works in the NHL. And kudos to Bishop for with that torn groin playing uh, the last couple of games. I can't imagine. I mean, it would be hard enough to have a torn groin just walking around, but to have it and, and play goalie, unbelievable. Uh, so last night, uh, y- your thoughts on the game? Well, I mean, obviously it was uh, it was something that was to be expected. Chicago, an experienced team, ready to uh, ready to close it out, and and to do it in front of their crowd would be an awesome, a better team. I, you know, I like the studs on the Lightning squad, but uh, come on, this Blackhawk team is is amongst the greats of all time. Dare I say, as a Red Wing fan, it, it, it's a good one. Well, you know, it's funny is because. You know, we talked with Shrocky last night, the Kelly Shrock, the captain of the Comets, about uh, the, winning on, on home ice. And it had been, what, 1938 since the Blackhawks had done last time. Right. And I don't know if you, if you know the story, uh, that the last time the Blackhawks went at home, the Stanley Cup wasn't even there. It was late last night, but it wasn't there before because at the time the commissioner of the NHL did not think Chicago was going to win. And uh, it was that they were such a, an underdog that the Cup was actually in Detroit still after uh, the Red Wings had won it the year before, so the Cup didn't even make it to Chicago when they clinched last time. And then the Cup was late last night, uh, again, being driven at speeds over 100 miles an hour with a police escort to get to the uh, United Center last night. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, um, Uh, we might have lost Billy Elvis. That's possible. I guess uh, it sounds like we'll try to get him back here soon. Uh, you know, but the game last night, uh, again, uh, an unbelievable sight, uh, watching uh, watching the Blackhawks clinch at home and the craziness that went on in Wrigleyville uh, to to watch the Blackhawks celebrate. And again tonight, will we crown a uh, a new NBA? Are you back, buddy? Can you hear me? Yeah, there was a really bizarre echo going on there for a while, and uh, it, it freaked me out for a moment. I, I didn't know if you were talking or if it was a replay of you talking before. kind of freaked me out for a moment. Um, Dude, that's, that's the best-case scenario. You can hear me say the same thing twice. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, really. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, so last night uh, – we saw a champion crown game six. Do we see a, a game six champion crown tonight? Um, most likely, most likely in a different scenario. I think uh, the Golden State Warriors are pretty confident on the road. I think they, uh, 
I think they definitely want to. Um, okay, I'm hearing a repeat of the show in my ear, dude. Fix that. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just heard you repeat in my ear that uh, saying the same thing twice. Um, yeah, um, Golden State is going to put the nail in the coffin. They're going to get it done. Uh, LeBron may have a Herculean performance, and uh, and w- what's going to happen is is uh, um, you know they're you know they're not going to have enough horses. Cleveland's out of gas, and LeBron can't do it. Golden State. Uh, is most likely going to finish her off. So um, it's it's definitely going to be uh, an interesting game because Cleveland is going to go down with a fight because they have LeBron. Uh, but I think Golden State just wraps it up. Is it fixed now or is it still doing it? Is, is it fixed now or is it still doing it? Uh, we'll take. I'll tell you what. Here's what we'll do. We'll take a quick break. We'll get things reconnected, and we'll talk with our boy DC Hendricks coming up here in just a minute as well. Be a part of the show on Twitter at BS Sports the Fan at Mo Radio Show at Billy Evans. We'll take a break. We'll fix technical difficulties because that's what we do. Here we fix the tech. Our engineering staff has paid tons of money to do this. So we'll take a break. We'll come right back. You're listening to the BS Sports Show. Okay. So what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh. uh... Oh. Um, Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap, 
And if it's metal, Clark's wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clark's is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Motime, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports. Covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in Central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Royals Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. So much more than just a show. It's life itself. It is everything. It's the BS Sports Show. Welcome back into the BS Sports Show. Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to be a part, you can on the Twitter at Billy Ellis, at BS Sports, the fan, at Mo Radio Show. And of course, it's uh, NBA Finals Game 6 tonight. We saw a champion crowned in the NHL tonight. And, of course, that means we need to talk to our buddy, NBA guru, D.C. Hendricks. D.C., tonight, game six, uh, I know you've liked the Warriors from the get-go. Do they clinch tonight on Cleveland's home court? I think they do. Uh, I think I think the series is going to end tonight. I think Golden State is on the road. It's unfortunate for LeBron. But it's Golden State's year. Is, and Billy and I uh, talked about this last night. Is LeBron the MVP with a great performance tonight, even if they lose? No, if they lose, if they lose tonight and the series is over, no, I don't think he should be 
MVP of the series. But I did. I wrote an article earlier today, um, actually last night, and if if they win tonight and go to a game seven, and they, you know, it, it doesn't even matter how game seven goes, even if it's going out. Just the fact that they went to a game seven, I think LeBron should be at least considered to be the MVP of the series. Hey, Billy, I don't see, uh, is that story, uh, can we find that on your Twitter page? Yes, you can. Awesome, buddy. Follow me on Twitter, at DC Hendricks. You'll, you'll see my article there. Very cool, man, very cool. You know, I, I don't think LeBron wants the MVP trophy if he uh, doesn't win the finals. I think that's I think that's everybody else on the planet that's talking about that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's the media. It's on up a discussion. You know, basically just add in more storylines to the finals. LeBron never came out himself and said, I should be MVP. He said he's the greatest planet, but we already knew that. But nobody said anything about him getting finals MVP other than the media. You know, it's funny. I saw something from the Boston Celtics the other day. It said the Celtics had no problem with Jerry West winning the uh, MVP when they won the championship because that's all they cared about was the uh, Larry O'Brien trophy. Billy and I had a huge debate last night, D.C., about uh, problems with or without, with not uh, LeBron saying he was the greatest player in the world during his post-game news conference. I tried to say that maybe you know LeBron's trying to deflect from his teammates who were going who were to get called out by the media. And, and maybe, you know, we don't ever get anything usually out of those post-game news conferences. It's usually the same old, oh, just take it game by game, be a great teammate, yada, yada. But, you know, I like to see that LeBron got a little pissed off, that LeBron had a little emotion. And, and Billy said it makes him lose some respect for LeBron by saying it because the greatest player – in the world shouldn't have to say it. Your thoughts on, on LeBron saying that, uh, you know, that he is the greatest player in the world? Um, if you're the greatest player in the world, why, why do you feel the need to bring it into discussion now? Um, I, I, we all know how good LeBron James is. We know he's the man. We know he's the best in the NBA. But with the fact that he's mentioned it in the press conference, uh, I, I think it does take well from the team. And I think it brings all the attention on him which is part of the reason why a lot of people don't like LeBron James. You know, at the end of the day, he's arrogant. And I think that was just another, you know, emotional moment for LeBron James. He probably didn't mean it. He probably regretted it afterwards a little bit. But I do think that – I don't think he should have said it. You know, the greatest, the greatest player on the planet doesn't need to say it. We all know it. Yeah, he didn't even answer the, the question. <laughs> it was like – he just that wasn't even really the right answer to the question, but he threw that out there, and uh, you know I, I think we're seeing you know an incredible athlete in action. I think we're seeing him you know pour it all out there like he does every year. You know nobody ever questions uh, how hard he works. Uh, it's just uh, I'd rather him see him you know his maturity show up. You know he's supposed to be more mature now. You know he's supposed yeah. to. Uh, He's supposed to withhold that kind of stuff uh, and and be the spokesperson for the league. Unfortunately, uh, when you are the king of the world, when you are the best basketball player in the world, uh, you got to carry the weight of the world on your shoulder. You got to, uh, you know, you, you got to show the league what you're made of, and, and you got to re- re- uh, represent the league well, and uh, you know, take on the responsibility of being the world's best. Absolutely, uh, and that's attitude, and that's you know not getting chippy, and uh, you know not, not getting braggadocious. You know, I, I said you know Brady never says that, and nope. and 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 Peyton never says that, and 
uh, you know, I don't remember. I don't even remember Jordan ever saying that. Maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, LeBron did, and I don't think he needed to. You know, that's just yeah. It's just the, the it just seems petty. Yeah, the difference is, you know, you know, a lot of people are gonna jump the gun and say Jordan said it, which he did. There's plenty of players that you know have retired, like Derek, uh, Ryan Russell, guys that retired. Like I'm the, you know, things like that. But the press conference where it's put on him, trying to get all the attention. I really do feel like that, that's what this situation is. But, but aren't we aren't we hypocritical in the fact that we get mad that athletes never say anything in these post game press conferences, and then when somebody does, we get pissed off about it? I mean, isn't that sort of hypocritical on our part? We get mad when they don't say anything, then we get mad when they do say something. I mean, it, I didn't say I didn't say it was necessarily ragging on them. No, but I'm, um, saying everybody, everybody, I'm saying everybody, the media in general, or, or fans, we get mad because all oh, the players never say anything. They never say anything. And then they do say something. Everybody gets mad again. You know, I just it, it seems like we they can't win no matter regardless of what an athlete says in, in a post game press conference. Yeah, especially when it comes to LeBron, he's one of those guys. Either you love him or you hate him. <clears throat> hey, uh, what what about LeBron? Let's, let's forget about uh, the attitude in question and all. Uh, the other conversation that's been talked about, and I want your thoughts, DC, is uh, is LeBron the greatest athlete on earth? Yes, absolutely. Yes, he is. LeBron James is the best at his size and with that athleticism. And, you know, he's still dominant. You know, he doesn't have all the championships that you would want a superstar or top athlete to have, but he is the best athlete, in my opinion. I mean, we've seen great games from Jordan in the finals in the modern era, but in this modern era, you know, from, from the 80s on, is this the best finals performance we've ever seen, win or lose, by LeBron? The best individual? Oh, ooh, that's difficult. Oh. It's hard to say that because, you know, one of you are probably going to disagree with me. From what I've seen, part of this strategy is how let LeBron do his thing. They're going to get the win. You can go ahead. I kind of feel like a little bit because of that. Yeah, uh, back in the day, the Detroit Pistons had that philosophy with Michael Jordan. That's how they kept uh, the Bulls down for for so long. They they kind of let Jordan explode and uh, you know uh, eventually pad a Hall of Fame career where he became the greatest, but nevertheless uh, stopped all of his teammates. And then when Jordan got uh, All Star teammates. Uh, that's when they were able to get over the hill, over the hump, and, and start ripping off championships. And uh, you know, LeBron had Kyrie and Kevin Love, and he makes a great point, man. He's like, who else is in the finals at this point, Game Six, with two All Stars on the bench? And that's a fair point. Any of those, t- when Magic Johnson went down against my Detroit Pistons back in uh, 1989. Uh, Pistons swept the Lakers. Well, to me, that's tainted. No Magic Johnson. Uh, of course, Pistons should beat the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, it's just, 
um, there's no doubt the specimen is unbelievable. Uh, you know, six five, two fifty, strong, yeah. fast, quick, uh, everything. You know. Yeah, the, you know, I'm not trying to take away from LeBron's great run this postseason at all. So do not take this statement the wrong way. But I, I kind of feel like we're giving them credit. If that makes. Sense. Yeah. Up to this, he's had Kyrie. I love that. Series, but he's had Kyrie. Who's available in the Bulls series? Really, in an 82 game season when the playoffs come around, nobody's really completely happy. So he still had, you know, take Kyrie Irving out of the Bulls series completely, and Derrick Rose had a field day, and we we might not even be talking about this right now. We could we could have a Bulls World Finals right now. So I think you know he had Kyrie Irving and Kevin up to this point. So he got there with those guys. He got there with those guys. But guys like Allen Iverson, who took that team all the way by himself, he won the finals literally all the way by himself. So you know I think we're giving. We're giving a little bit too much credit and reading too far into it. We've talked a ton about LeBron and Jordan. We always do. The comparisons are there. On Friday, Billy may have made the boldest statement I've heard a, a, a sports talk host ever make. He said that, uh, and he stands by it, that Magic Johnson was the greatest NBA player of all time. DC, you don't have to agree, you don't have to disagree, but your thoughts, is Magic Johnson the greatest NBA player of all time? Not one of but the greatest NBA player of all time. No. No. He, I would put him number three. He's top three. But Michael Jordan's greatest of all time. I, that's, I've never seen anybody do what Michael Jordan did at any level. Um, you know, Ray Bird, I have him number two. And Magic Johnson's right there. But I would not the greatest of all time. Billy made a compelling argument, though. I mean, he really. I mean, he almost started to sway me. Billy, you want to give? Uh, you want to touch upon uh, a few of your points because you you almost had me convinced on Friday that he was the greatest of all time. Well, you know his, his ability to play every position on the floor. Uh, we know LeBron can do that. Uh, LeBron's mm-hmm. a LeBron's a, a great assist man. Jordan was a great assist man, uh, but Magic Johnson was the best assist man. Uh, hence the nickname Magic, of course, but. Um, he also had a great shot. He also could post up, uh, and more importantly, that will to win, that 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 fire, that 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 knowing how to take over a game and, and do the right things at the right time, all the time. Magic was always on it, on it, and and uh, you know, there's there's just no doubt in my mind that. Physical skills, best best player, uh, best player in the, uh, of all, because he could have beaten all of them one on one. Well, do you think though, Billy, that we forget at times how good of a scorer Magic Johnson was? Because we, you know, now we see the highlights of Showtime all the time and the amazing passing. Do we forget, or does the NBA let us forget how great of a scorer Magic Johnson was? Well, remember how he had it? He changed the game. Yeah, I okay, mean, I agree. I mean, I mean, he was six eight. Ten inches taller than most of the other point guards covering him, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so he could have an advantage. So it forced opponents to go, "What the hell do we do with this big giant guard?" <laughs> you know. Uh, so that was part yeah, you, of it. Yeah, you know, one person I agree with you, Billy, is Larry Bird himself. Oh, uh, Ma- Magic is uh, is Larry's favorite of all time. Absolutely, Larry yeah. Bird came out himself and said it. 
So you got one person. We're talking with D.C. Hendricks. Looking at tonight's game, you know, one of the things I think has been said is the lack of a killer instinct in Golden State. You know, you we're just talking about magic. You know, he had the big smile, but the guy had a killer instinct. Isaiah Thomas, the big smile, had a killer instinct. Larry Bird, a killer instinct. Jordan, a killer instinct. Did the Golden State Warriors lack a killer instinct? They haven't been able to really put their foot on LeBron and the Cavaliers' throat? Uh, they they have it. They You know, the first couple games, especially game one and two, they were very, very nervous. Very tense. They didn't seem like the same team. But as I, I think I said on the show last time, uh, fourth quarter of game four, they got it together. They got it together and they found themselves, got that killer instinct back, and now we have our MVP Stephen Curry back, and that's where the killer instinct is. You've seen, you've seen game uh, game five, you know, Curry's back. He has that killer instinct, you know, as you've seen in the fourth quarter, all them three-pointers. You know, it's, it's back in Golden State. I think they got it and they found themselves. You know what, uh, DC? I, you know, the, especially uh, Game Five. You know, I, I saw the gold. I saw the Golden State Warriors. You know, game plan work to perfection, where they just simply wore the Cavaliers out. Wore the, dare dare David Blatt to go to the bench deeper. Uh, wore those guys out, and uh, and that's why they pulled away at the end. And um, they're going to do it again tonight. Uh, it doesn't mean. That's the game plan tonight. They're going to try to wear the Cavs out. They want to play their game. The Cavs obviously want to slow it the hell down. So uh, that, that's the uh, antithesis that's going to be uh, uh, sought after tonight here uh, on each side. Uh, but I don't know, man. I, I'm not. I'm not ruling out the Cavs can't win. I just think the Golden State Warriors do. What you think, Mo? You heard. You heard our. Uh, you heard our predictions. What you got? What you got tonight? Yeah, here's man. my here's here's my problem with it is that you know Steph Curry's had two great games, but he's had three just okay games, and in those three okay games, Golden State struggled. They they should have lost all three. They lost two. If Steph Curry struggles tonight, can we count on Andre Iguodala for 22 points? You know everybody's talked about LeBron being tired. Iguodala's had to do a lot. You know, and he's a, he's a veteran guy. He's been around. So does does he start to run out of steam? That's the question. You know, you've got a couple of the guys on the floor who are older guys uh, who you're, you want to run and gun. And if Steph doesn't have a big game, if he has an average game like he had in games one, two, or three, who finally steps up? Because they haven't had that happen yet when Steph hasn't had a great game. And if that doesn't happen tonight, I think LeBron can pull it off. You know, that that's the question. In your guys' mind, who can step up? Because Clay Thompson hasn't stepped up really in a loss. He's due. He's right, the he's one that's due. due. You're right. He is. He is. But where has he been? You know, can he continue to count on David Lee? Yeah, it's been better while he's been in there, and he can move the ball quicker. But can they count on? And again, Iguodala, you know, is chasing LeBron down the floor all night long. Can you count on him for you know 18, 20 points? You know, he's a guy who's got miles on him too. So that would be my concern tonight if I'm a Golden State fan. If Curry doesn't have a great game or can't finish the game off great, like he had 17 points, I think it was, the other night in the fourth quarter. Who steps up for Golden State? Because nobody has raised their hand yet and said, hey, I'll take the love. You know, what I think What I think is going to help Iguodala is, you know, he's not the only one that's guarding LeBron. You know, they got other guys they throw at him, you know, throughout the game. They got Draymond Green who covers them at times. Harrison Barnes covers them. So I think, you know, if Iguodala ends up running out of gas, you know, they have other options they can that they're able to throw at LeBron. Because really, one-on-one, nobody can stop LeBron. You know, regardless who you have on him, it's not going to happen. So you're going to have to throw different people at him. 
So I think Iguodala benefits from that. And I'm with Billy. I think Clay's due, man. He's he's long overdue for a le- a decent performance. Like I, I I almost forgot he was playing, man. You know, it's 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 been a rough series for Clay, and he's 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 due. If Curry has a rough game, it's all up to Clay. It's all yeah. on his shoulders. Is there an injury with with Sean Marion that we don't know about? Billy brought it up last night. You know, he had a a pretty damn decent run with Dallas. He played a ton at the start of the year, and all of a sudden it's, it's like he doesn't exist anymore. Is there an injury with Sean Marion that we don't know about? No, he, you know, he he's just old, man. He's thirty seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not. I got all these young guys, you know, and then I got this thirty seven year old guy sitting on my bench. <laughs> At the end of the line, but if I I got a twenty three, twenty four year old guy that's ready to come in, and then I got a thirty seven year old, I'm gonna throw in the young guy. You know, no offense to Sean Marion, but it's just how it is. Yeah, it reminds me of Juwan Howard sitting at the end of that uh, <laughs> right? at the end of that Miami Heat bench, and I'm like, how the hell old is Juwan Howard now? Is he like fifty? He, he looks like a totem pole <laughs> down there, you know? Like what yeah, the hell? And he's like, hey, I'm getting a paycheck. I'm cool. Well, when we look back. When we look back, though, Bill, you've talked a lot about the moves, you know, how amazing the moves were that Cleveland made. Was the biggest move, though, maybe the fact that they couldn't convince Ray Allen to join this team? That's, a, that's a, some points right there, especially halfway through the year, that, uh, that LeBron could have used right now. Will that be the biggest move or non-move that they didn't make was the fact they couldn't convince Ray Allen to join this team? Yeah, I mean, maybe there's another guy that how much is he going to lose every year now? You know, what's he going to lose each season he plays? At this age... It's a big drop off year to year. Now that, and you know, I just think that they thought a change of venue for J.R. Smith was going to work, but nothing can change streaky. J.R. Smith is uh, uh, he's the epitome of a streaky shooter. Well, yeah, that's what I said last week. What, what, he's going to help somebody win the game. You just hope it's your team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah DC, your thoughts? You you think it was? Uh, uh, a disappointment to the Cavs that didn't get Ray Ray, or did they even go after Ray Ray? Was that all just rumor and conjecture? I think it was just rumor, just because LeBron was there. I don't think they really, I don't, th- I don't think they really need him. Really, you know, they have decent amount of shooters, and like you said, at at any point, you know, at this point in age, he could lose anything. And I, obviously, you're not going to lose a jump shot. That's something you're always going to have. But you know, if he can't run up and down the floor for you know ten, fifteen minutes a game. And it's really not worth the risk at this point. And I feel like they had a, they had enough guys, you know, completely healthy. They had enough guys to compete for this championship. Right, but it, it, wouldn't you rather see, you know, the other night we saw, what, 15 minutes of Mike Miller. If, if I'm anybody on that court, I'd rather see 15 minutes of Ray Allen any day, even if he had to be wheeled up the floor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course we're going to want to see Ray Allen before Mike Miller. But, you know, my, as we see, Mike Miller can still, you know, he can still run. He can still run up and down the court. You know, maybe 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 Ray Allen and Ray Allen chose to sit out. You know, teams been going after him, but maybe he feels himself like, hey man, I'm done. I don't have anything left. And just just a side note, uh, Ray Allen's cute. Mike Miller looks like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. He uh, he he looks like somebody. He looks like a mummy when you unwrap him. <laughs> Here's Johnny. <laughs> he does look like that. I've never thought of that. He does look like that. Hey, He's um, a freaky looking dude. DC, if if the Cavaliers can get the Golden State Warriors off their game and get another win for those those diehard Cavs fans at the queue, uh, who's got the momentum? Who do you like in a game seven? Would would Golden State be able to get that Oracle crowd all 
fired up and and just win it in seven at home, or would LeBron and the Cavs ride the momentum, knowing, hey, uh, we'll leave all the blood, guts, sweat, and tears on the court because this is the last game, and and maybe even have momentum and have Golden State on their heels. Who would you favor in a game seven? Should the Cavs win tonight? I'll tell you what, man. Golden State wins tonight, or no, Cleveland wins tonight. I'm going to be a very nervous guy. I, I think I think the Cavaliers will go in with the momentum in Game Seven. Like, hey, we can beat these guys, man. We can beat these guys. They've beat they've beat them, in, you know, at Oracle already, and yeah. they haven't beat them. You know, they, they struggle on their home court. So if they beat right. them here tonight on their home court, they can go back to Golden State. Like, hey, we've already beat them here. We can do this. And it's hard to go against a guy like LeBron, man, in Game Seven. So I, I'd have to say, if Cleveland wins tonight, they'll have all the momentum in Game Seven. Mo, what do you think, man? Well, you know, I mean, for sure, if they uh, if they win tonight, I think all bets are off. I mean, I really, really do because I think that you'll see a couple of guys on that Cleveland team play harder and maybe want it more. You know, we've seen it at times when Matthew Delvado was the first guy on the floor for every loose ball when the guy's wanting to spend overnight in the hospital to get fluids because he's, he's worked his ass off. I think there's a few guys on there that will want it a little bit more than Golden State does. Not that they don't want it, but I think there's a couple of those scrubby guys that will work harder. And, you know, I would never bet against LeBron in a game seven, regard, even, even if it's five against one. It would be hard to ever bet against LeBron in a game seven. Uh, to me, though, I think the biggest thing that I've been thinking about for the last day or so is how many years of LeBron's career, with five straight finals, almost, almost five extra seasons of basketball, but this finals and this playoffs in particular, has this taken years off LeBron's career? Mm, no. I, I wouldn't say so because, you know, he honestly, I haven't seen him slow down at all. If you ask me, I really haven't seen any signs of his talent decreasing or anything at all in this series. I don't know what anybody else has seen, but to me, he almost looks like he's getting better, which is scary. I don't think that's possible. But the way he's performing this series shows how good he is, truly. You know, he's almost averaging a triple-double. It's, it's ridiculous. I wouldn't say this took any years off, man. I think he has – it's about the same amount of years left on his body. Yeah, you know, I agree with you, DC, because I think uh, uh, he he's still uh, in incredibly good shape and can do whatever he wants on the floor, no matter who's guarding him. Somebody slower or somebody smaller and, and quicker doesn't have a chance, uh, and somebody bigger uh, is never going to keep up with him. He he just owns anybody, uh, and no. and that's why he's the best in the world. Just ask. But him. I mean. I mean, all right. But I mean, like, you know, two months from now, after he takes vacation and he starts getting his off-season workouts, you know, there's a time when the body starts to get a lot sore. You're like, oh, man, you know, maybe mentally it starts to take a toll. I just, you know, almost five extra seasons of basketball in the last almost six years. And this season and this playoffs has taken a lot out of him. So when the, when the, the, the adrenaline wears off, when the season's over, regardless if they win or lose, at some point, LeBron's going to be sitting around and going, damn, you know, everything hurts now. Where two years ago, everything didn't hurt at this point. Is there a time where it starts creeping into his head that maybe it's sooner than later? I, you know, I don't think, that, I don't think that's now because it's only his first season back. You know, I, I expected him to at least go to the finals, but I didn't necessarily expect him to win this season. I feel like it was a little soon. But next season, I would say if they lose again and fail to win a championship – with the nucleus that they have, then I think mentally it's going to become a problem. Because, you know, that's at, the, at that point it's like, what do we do now? 
Yeah, yeah. Talking to DC Hendricks, our pal, our uh, our NBA expert at DC Hendricks on Twitter. Uh, read his uh, latest work. And uh, what do you think about these late starts, man? Even Steve Kerr is bitching about how late these games are starting. Uh, for them, though, it's a different story. They're just anticipating the game. But but for us, it's like, oh man, you're not tipping off till like nine fifteen. What the hell, man? <laughs> Well, me personally, Billy, no, Billy, you know, I work all day, so yeah. The later, the later the start, the better. So I get to catch as much of the game as possible. Yeah, I'm actually cool with the late start too. I, you know, at first I was like, man, that sucks. We're gonna wait till nine o'clock. But as it got going, that's the only way, reason I've seen, you know, the games is because it does start at nine o'clock. And by the time I get all the stuff done, put the kid to bed, it's yeah, nine o'clock's all right. Like last night, before I knew it, it was almost the end of the third period of the hockey game. So you know. I think it's hard if you're a fan at the arena in Cleveland. That would suck, you know, to get out of there at midnight. But I don't mind it so much. But maybe the NBA hurts their audience a little bit. But I think that first half, I mean, you know, ABC's doing the best numbers they've ever done for an NBA Finals. So uh, I, I don't know that, it, that it's hurt it at all. Yeah, it's just a personal thing for me. That's, hey, that's good. Well, I'm old, too. I understand. Here's, a, here's another one. Uh, how about this? Uh, reigning MVPs have never lost an NBA Finals when leading the series three games to two. Oh, they're wow. thirteen. They're thirteen and zero all time. Steph would be the fourteenth all time. So uh, history on the side of uh, the MVP. Uh, even though the guy that wears the Cavs uniform is maybe seething a little bit because he feels he should have been MVP and not Steph Curry, the secret motivation. But. Um, you know, it's just too many horses, not enough, uh, uh, not enough firepower on the other side for the Cavaliers to keep up, and it's just a matter of time in my mind. Even if there is a game seven, uh, I'm calling that. Uh, I'm calling uh, the Golden State Warriors win game seven if they don't win game six tonight. Okay. Wow, okay. That's ballsy. That's yeah, ballsy. well, somebody has to be. Somebody has to be <laughs> get about there and just swing them around. <laughs> Wouldn't it be I great sure though? Do- Go ahead, DC. No, I was just—I sure hope so, man. Yeah, uh, you gotta, I know. I, I said all playoffs long. I felt like, and I, I'm, this is basically a question for you, Billy, because you know I've been hosting with you all year too. I feel like for as long as I've been a fan of Curry, I've been pretty balanced on and quiet on who I'm rooting for um, throughout this playoffs and finals. So you know, I, you know, for once I say I sure hope so. I really hope the Warriors can cap off this season, this great season, 67 wins, regular season, Curry, MVP. I really hope it ends with a happy ending. Yeah, well, well I as, mean, everybody, as, as hey, every, every, everybody loves a happy ending, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I hope um, everything happens in hey, my life is, ends hey, with a happy ending. Um, yeah, you know, and here's the other thing, and you touched on it, D.C., and I don't think anybody's talking about it very much, but the Cavs did have a pretty easy road to the finals when you think about it. Uh, uh, a little luck on their side, if you will. Bad luck for their opponents. First off, getting to the number two seed in the dumpster of the East uh, and turning turn. I'm, I'm not taking away from what they did. I'm just saying they had kind of an easy path to where they are uh, against a formidable Western foe. Uh, getting to the number two seed in the first place. You know the injuries to the to to, to the Bulls that. Uh, probably prevented the Bulls from from knocking out the Cavs earlier. Uh, Atlanta, I mean, th- that was the shell of a team after all the injuries they succumbed to. Uh, yeah. So you know, I I think it was kind of an easy path to get to 
the best team that they were ever going to see. Absolutely. Um, I, I have to agree, but, you know, on the other side, they've still been competing. You know, they lost lost by 13 last game, but it, they kind of gave up at the end of that. Yeah. They, gave, they kind of gave up, you know, in game game four as well, and they lost by 20. You know, it, you know they, they've still been competing. These are really close games, and, you know, I, I feel like these are still the two best teams and the best finals matchup, regardless. Well, I, I can't wait to watch it tonight. Um, I'm stoked, uh, and, you know, I think if, if Cleveland keeps it under 100 points, for Golden State, I think they win. As soon as Golden State reaches that 100-point mark, I think it's all she wrote for Cleveland. <laughs> I got I got, I got, got Golden State tonight. Uh, let's go 103-96. All right, man. DC, love you, bro. We'll get you on again soon. That sounds good, guys. You guys enjoy the game. Have a good night. You too, man. Uh, at DC Hendricks. On Twitter, a uh, guy that uh, watches and knows a lot about the NBA. and uh, yeah, I, it, 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 It's going to be a good game. I mean, uh, that's, why, uh, that's why we watch. Because even, uh, even when the outcome is somewhat certain, uh, you're still going to see a good battle. You're going to see a good battle tonight. Well, yeah, and I think the most interesting thing to watch tonight, too, will be how does David Blatt use Timoth- Timothy Mozgov? You know, he was criticized for not using him uh, very much in, in Game 5, but they were close. He had 28 points in Game 4, and Cleveland got blown out. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with Mozgov tonight. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he got real defensive when asked about that. Yeah, he uh, did. And, and he's like, hey, weren't we, weren't we right with him? Weren't we right there with him at halftime, huh? 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 <laughs> so uh, nobody, I guess coaches get uh, chippy. They're probably spending a lot of time watching film and breaking things down and trying to figure this out and not sleeping. And uh, I don't. Would you, would you sleep if you were a coach in these NBA finals? Uh, would I sleep? Uh, no, I don't sleep much anyway. So if I was hosting the NBA finals, probably for sure not. Yeah. So these guys are a little on edge. Uh, everybody on edge. A lot at stake. And uh, you know, regardless of uh, how inept uh, a coach you might be, David Blatt. Or uh, you know how good you might be, Steve Kerr. Um, you know it, it wears on you. you. You might just get a little snippy. I think Steve Kerr is doing an excellent job. Uh, of course, you're going to be a little uh, more jovial when you're up three games to two. Uh, but nevertheless, I think throughout he's been pretty good uh, with the media. I think David Blatt pressure showing on his uh, on his face when he's at press conferences. Well, yeah, <laughs> but. It- don't you think, though, that David Blatt, it's hard to think you're coaching for your job when you're in the NBA Finals in your first year. You know what I mean? That's, that, I think it's very, un, very unfair to have to you know, think about that as well. Man, if I don't win this thing, am I coaching for my job when you made the NBA Finals in your first year? You know, I would hope he's not even thinking about that. I, I would hope that he's not going the selfish route and he's thinking about what do I got to do to, to beat these Golden State Warriors? What can I patch together with his Cavaliers team uh, to knock off that deep warrior roster. That's what he's thinking about, or that's what he should be thinking about. If he's thinking about his future, then he is the wrong guy for the job, you selfish prick. No, come on now. Everybody, anybody who's ever thought that they might lose their job for a reason thinks about it, whether you want to or not. It's human nature. You know, How many times that's happened to me? <laughs> well, yeah, but a lot of times you didn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah I'd rather, it's, like a, it's like a mafia hit. I'd rather not see it coming than no. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I want to die quick. I want that heart attack in my sleep, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's probably the best way to go. And who knows, that could be it could be a, a quick death for the Cavaliers tonight, too. You know, on their home floor last time, blown out. So we'll, it'll be uh, interesting to tune into the game. Uh, let's sneak a break in uh, before we get to the top of the hour. Um, All right, I'm cool with that. We're a little over an hour away from tip-off to Game 6, which may or may not decide the NBA champ. Uh, a little bit more on the Stanley Cup to get to, and uh, a little dirty pool. Uh, you know, hey, Belichick talking to the St. Louis Cardinals about uh, uh, about you know how to how to operate a team now. What's going on? Uh, it, it's uh, well, shocking too. Yeah, it, you know because what, what, what did St. Louis and and, and and the Patriots have in common? Well, we'll get to that next. We'll get to that next. <laughs> we got to get that break in. Stick around. Mo Times Ammo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports the Fan. Tuesday night edition of the show, seven to nine weeknights. Stick around. Back to wrap up hour number one next on the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at McDuffRealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet head coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's head coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9 and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um, Lollygaggity for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the cost? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. 
Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. It's the BS Sports Show. You need to calm down. I mean, I'm not that excited about this show, and they pay me. Welcome back. We appreciate you uh, spending some time with us weeknight, 7 to 9. It's the BS Sports Show at thebssportshow.com via Blog Talk Radio, or you can find us at Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana which is indianasportsradio.com. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Going to have Schrocky back on with us tomorrow night, thanks to uh, Captain of the Comets, Kaylee Schrock, uh, coming out last night to Wrigley Field, where we start the week every Monday night from 7 to 9 at the Ports Best Damn Sports Bar. Uh, yeah, And uh, he's got some softball games tonight, so he's going to join us tomorrow night. We'll talk about uh, his Blackhawks getting their third cup in six years. Uh, all, all, all he texted me back was, Kaner! <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, you ever notice how hockey guys always add ER to every guy's name on the team? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kaner. And yeah. the other or, thing that bothered me last night is that when I asked him about if he would let us have the cup for a day, if the Comets would win next year with him as the captain, the fact that he said he wasn't coming back, you know, possibly wasn't coming back, it made me feel like a douche. Because I, I stayed away from it when he said he had to protect his spot on the team a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I, I stayed away from then. I thought, you know, just asking, hey, could we have the cup for a day? And uh, it, it it made me feel, uh, you know, like the first time I asked a girl to, to take off her clothes in front of me, it made me feel weird because I didn't know what to say next. Well, you know, you shouldn't. Uh, I see why you did, but... Um, well, you know, yeah, I love Strocky. Uh, you know, I didn't, didn't want to get him... He sees the writing on the wall. Uh, he knows that there are only so many veterans and he, ECHL team can hold. And uh, he, he, it's just a matter of what they can do to uh, put together the best team uh, to get a championship in the CCHL. Now they're two years in the league without a championship, and the and the Frankies are impatient. So, I mean, Schrocky's leadership is unquestioned. Uh, but how much can he help on the ice when there might be other veterans that can provide more? I, I don't know. Uh, he sees the writing on the wall. He knows what it's like to be a 30-year-old in the ECHL. He's an old man in the ECHL, and he knows it. Right. The thing is, though, and I didn't mean to get off into this, but quickly, the thing is, for me, if I'm one of the Frankies, and obviously I have zero success, which is why I'm not even close to being a part of the comments or an owner there, but what he brings to the team on and off the ice, to me, is more important than any other veteran you could bring in, regardless of maybe their skills are better, maybe this or that. To me, what he can do to bring a team together, because he had to last year, when the captain left the uh, left the team, and and this year with even being injured and out for a while, I think what he brings to this team is invaluable, uh, regardless of the the skills whether they've diminished or not. And I think it'd be an absolute shame uh, for the Comets to not bring back Kaylee Schrock. Uh, again, I'll, I'll reiterate: his leadership is unquestioned. Uh, right. What, what he means to the team in that capacity, uh, no question at all. Uh, it's just. Uh, you know what their decision has to be about veterans on the team and who can help them the most uh, on the ice too. So 
I'm not saying he's gone. I think he should stay, but it's just tough decisions when these guys are trying to win a championship, and now it's been a few years since they've hoisted a cup, and they want to hoist another cup. That's the goal, well, man. That's the whole I, I, of the game. I agree, too. But but when you get an affiliation, you have to realize that regardless whether you have a captain that had you know more skills than, than Shiraki or not, it's going to be difficult. It, it, at this level, it's always going to be difficult, depending on what call-ups happen at what time. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be tough, and right. I, I think for what he brings off the ice as well, because let's be honest, with the the changes to the ECHL, you know, fans have had to watch, change the way they watch Comet hockey. You don't have the the guys who've been here for years like he used to. Like you know, Shiraki was talking about the other night with Fletch when you know when he had the the picture from when he was like nine years old. You don't have that much anymore, except for with Kaylee Shrock. And you know, I know my daughter loves going just to see Shiraki. And it it would be a shame, honestly, in my eyes, and I understand what you're saying, but it would be a shame if, if for any reason the comments did not bring him back. Hey, look, you know, at some point, you know, hard decisions need to be made. Um, and, and you know, nobody lasts forever. Nobody lasts forever. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm like you. I, I think they should keep him. If it were me, I would do my best to keep him. Uh, I don't know that it's going to happen. Kaylee's being realistic. He's not counting his chickens before they're hatched. Uh, he probably hopes to hell he's back, but he's going to assume, hey, there's a chance I might not. So that's what he's going to say. And uh, you know, I respect him for it, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But you know, all things do and must change. That's just uh, the way yeah. it is. We we've well, all seen it, man. We've all seen it. Uh, hey, let's let's get let's get back to uh, Shrocky coming in tomorrow, or at least uh, on the phone with us tomorrow, talking about the Stanley Cup with uh, his Blackhawks. Good stuff uh, tomorrow night with Shrocky on uh, with with us. Well, you know, his Blackhawks too, and he'll be with us tomorrow at about eight o'clock on this BS Sports <laughs> Show. They are more his because he can kick my ass. So you're right; they are his mm-hmm. Blackhawks. All right, it's been a while now, but before the commercial break, I was talking about the Cardinals and the Patriots and, you know, this FBI investigation that the uh, uh, the Cardinals are alleged to have uh, tried to steal information about the Houston Astros. Crazy stuff, crazy espionage stuff uh, in Major League Baseball. But that's a respected franchise. And, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, the Patriots are respected uh, in how they put together winning teams year in, year out, the, the mind of Belichick, the, 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 the tandem of Brady, Belichick, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and in spite of some of the, uh, the infractions, you know, the, there were comparisons that, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals are also that well-run, uh, respected organization that has continued success. But, man, are they cheaters now? Are they right there with the Patriots and that – Maybe there's a reason why they've had so much success all this time. Maybe a little cheating here and a little cheating there means there might be another little bit of cheating here and there that we don't even know about. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you want to prove to me that that's the case, and trust me, as a Cubs fan, this excites me more than anything. But I'm sure. When, you, when you've stolen information about the Houston Astros, other than this year, I really have to question why you've wasted those resources. You know what I mean? But, I mean, the thing about it is this is like something we would expect from the Yankees, you know, or, or the Red Sox. But – the Cardinals are that team that everybody just loves to fall all over every year. You know, they mm-hmm. do with great moves in pitching. They they build bring up their guys in the front. It, it uh, Tony La Russa wasn't really a great dude. You know what I mean? Like he's a great strategist and great in game manager, but he wasn't really a great dude either. You know, they've had a lot of not not great dudes uh, on this team uh, and in the front office. So it doesn't shock me. But 
how much and how important is that really in baseball? I mean, haven't we stolen signs forever? You know, uh, weren't guys on steroids before it was illegal in baseball forever? I mean, is it really that big of a deal? I mean, are there that many plays in baseball that you could steal and go, holy crap, we had no idea that was coming? You know, in football it makes sense, but in baseball, I mean, you know, I I have a hard time believing that it makes that much sense unless you knew – you thought Chris Carpenter was pitching tomorrow, and all of a sudden you you, he, you found out he got injured and he's not, or there's going to be a humongous switch in the batting order, or there's a big trade. You know, I mean, how much does it really help? Just all right, all right, in all baseball. Right, all 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 right. Yeah, it it um, it he it, it's uh, on one hand you're right. It's not like stealing the plans to uh, the invasion of Normandy in World War Two, uh, but. It, on the other hand, cheating is cheating, man, and and maybe maybe it's because maybe it's because this young Houston Astros team has so many players. Maybe the Cardinals are looking at uh, some inside info on how to tap into maybe a trade or a situation that they could take advantage of to acquire some of that good young talent for Houston that's now blossoming this year uh, with the best record in the American League. Uh, you know, who knows what their motive is? The, but 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 all you can assume is is that uh, they're not doing it for no reason. They're not doing it just to be nosy. Uh, they've they've got something up their sleeve that they think can help their franchise. Well, I had assumed this had happened for a while because wasn't it a year or two ago where a lot of the trade talks between the GM and the Astros and, and other GMs had leaked out? Am I remembering that correctly? Wasn't it a year yeah, or two ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely so evident- right. I, evidently, it wasn't that secret. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. What, what, what did they do? Just read the newspaper? Oh, those cheating bastards! You know, I mean. Uh, I, I you know I I don't know it, it doesn't seem like anything would help me and this may be a better question you know for a guy like Mike Nutter you know what what advantage is there to knowing that stuff I mean don't isn't that what scouts do I guess uh, to me I, I can't figure it I don't understand how this helps you're right we need we need to get Mike Nutter on soon too because I want to find out his take on uh, the firing of Bud Black you know here's a team hovering right around 500 in the in a division with some pretty good teams in it one of them uh, uh, the dynasty the Giants the other the Dodgers that are just loaded. And the Padres are right there around 500, but man, something must have been up their butt about Bud Black uh, to pull the trigger uh, uh, with 100 games to play in the season and and at about 500. Yeah, they spent a ton of money, you know, more money than they've spent in in what, you know, since God was a kid. So I I think they were getting antsy. And, you know, if if you want to look at the Padres, how about the fact that they didn't pay Bruce Bochy enough to keep him? When he made that move to San Francisco, that's where I'd be back still kicking myself. Yeah, well, oh, we got a lot of topics to get to. Uh, we just touched on a couple of them. We got to get hour number two rolling, so stick around. We're going to take a break. Hour number two is next. Uh, Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. Find us on Facebook as well, and uh, stick around for more of the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. 
for real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh, um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffaletos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. 
Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. So much more than just a show. It's life itself. It is everything. It's the BS Sports Show. And welcome back. I'm at Billy Elvis. Mo times at Mo Radio Show at BS Sports. The fan find us on uh, Facebook as well. And uh, we would love your thoughts via social media on what we're talking about in the world of sports. Uh, Mo, uh, talking about baseball, Kansas City Royals are going to dominate the uh, All Star roster, starting roster. If uh, if others don't start voting, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Well, it is, but. If there was ever a year that people really won't care about the All Star Game, it would be the, no disrespect to those guys. But I mean, honestly, how much do you want to see a team full of Kansas City Royals? Really? Well, we I mean, it's, we don't. It's great. We don't. I mean, I'd rather see a, a team full. Even if, even if I wasn't a Cubs fan, I want to see a bunch of the young dudes. You know, maybe a couple of the older players. You know, like last year with Jeter was great. Uh, but sorry, a bunch of no name guys. No matter how great they're playing, I don't want to see. You know, and I have a feeling like the guys, you know, there's a, always, you know, years that guys like Mike Trout and those guys don't play uh, for whatever reason. And I, I think it, I think it sucks. And it's gotten to the point to where I watch Home Run Derby and I'll tune in to see what's going on in the All-Star game. And that's about it. Why don't they just put the person uh, that has the best statistics uh, on the roster, on the field? Uh, best statistical first baseman, put him there. Uh, right. Next best, you, you know, you're on the bench. You'll come in halfway through the game. Uh, and same thing. Put the best statistical players, regardless of age, regardless of team, regardless of who you are. Uh, you'll have the best players at each position on the field. That's what we want to see. I don't. I hate that it's got to be a popularity contest, and I love that the Kansas City Royals are exposing it. You know, they're well, stuffing the ballot box better than everybody else. You know, but some of my opinions have changed too. Like I used to hate the fact that, you know, the All-Star game was like a participation ribbon where everybody had to have a guy on there. But I understand it now because a lot of the years when the Cubs were horrendously awful and didn't have anybody playing that well, I probably wouldn't have tuned in. But I always tune in to see, you know, to see my guy hit or, you know, throw an inning or, or what have you. So yeah. I understand that part of it. But I agree with you because you're right, it has become a popularity contest or it's become a, uh, uh, you know, a look at all the years, a retrospective. Okay, well, you used to be great. Now you're yeah, just okay. Like last year. 
But but honestly though, didn't Derek Jeter deserve what he got at the All Star? I mean, honestly, and Mariano Rivera the year before, didn't those two guys? I mean, Rivera was still an All Star, but didn't Jeter deserve uh, that? I, I thought Jeter was treated with you know what he deserved. I thought that they omitted Tony Gwynn, and that was a mistake. Agreed. Uh, but by the way, wasn't today the anniversary of his death, or yesterday? Uh, uh, today, I believe. But yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. I, I think that was her, that was horrendous by Major League Baseball and Fox that they uh, that they didn't uh, honor Tony Gwynn last year. Uh, it, it's something simple. You know what? You know what would have been a great for me is to see Tony Gwynn's number maybe cut in the grass into the grass out in uh, yeah, in right yeah. field or left field. You know, something like yeah. that. But yeah. it's turned into it, it, everything's made for TV now. You know what I mean? So everything is done for television ratings. Same thing. You know, with Caitlyn Jenner at the ESPYS, everything's done for television ratings. Jeter was going to get that moment if he hadn't had one hit all year because people would tune in to watch it. Yeah, and 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 obviously there's a guy that 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 played an entire career and and maintained a level of respect that kind of grew with, with each year as his legacy grew because uh, you know he wasn't a schmuck. Yeah, he was a likable guy. He was a great competitor, and he excelled in the postseason. And you know that's to be respected. With it being an exhibition, and let's be honest, here's where baseball really gets exposed here in the World Series because of it being such a regionally popular sport but not a nationally popular sport. Right. Wouldn't it be more fun just to draw names out of a of a bin of guys who are there, and you know we draw a name out uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, you're all of a sudden pitching. Just to have some fun with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just kind of like what gonna... they're doing with the NFL Pro Bowl and the Deion Sanders and and, and Ronnie Lott teams, and they pick sides and. Uh, it's not conference specific. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, uh, that we already have interleague play. Why, why, why not make the all-star game interleague and throw out that crap that the uh, winner of the all-star game gets, gets, uh, gets home field advantage in the world series. Yeah. I mean, how exciting, fun. yeah. How exciting do we get when we see, a, you know, an 18 inning game and we see guys who normally don't pitch and they're pitching, you know what I mean? So why yeah. not just make it, why not make it fun instead of making it another baseball game? Why not make it fun? Because the NBA All Star Game is a blast. It's like you know, holy it's, crap! Holy crap! They put Prince Fielder at shortstop. What are they yeah, thinking? <laughs> right, you know, or watching him try to chase down fly balls in right field would be awesome. Yeah, with that fat ass doing at shortstop. Because I guarantee you, you would have a lot more fans tuning in just to see the calamity. You know, if it's going to be a, if it's going to be an exhibition and you want to bring people back, sometimes you have to go. You know, way sideways, and I know people will, will complain and bitch. At, you know, the the traditionalists. Well, this isn't what the All Star Game was meant for. Oh, it's an exhibition. So many people bitch about an exhibition. I mean, really, yeah. really, you know? Yeah. And, and, I know. And and I think if you're if you're hitting amazing home runs, and you've done it for a bunch of years in a row, if you don't get in the home run derby contest, that uh, they they say that you've been suspended for drug use. Why not? You know, if you're Gene Carlos Stanton and you don't want to hit in the home run derby, oh screw you! You're you're going to be same with this slam dunk contest. LeBron wanted to be in it. Screw you. You're suspended. Because this is where it's your chance as a leader of your sport to be out on the center stage other than the playoffs and say, look, here's who we are. We're fun. Come watch us. Yeah. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, though, uh, 2012, and the uh, the Tigers were well represented in the uh, All-Star game. Sure. Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander was the starting pitcher. Pitcher. And he was serving up meatballs. Well, he was serving up 100-mile-an-hour meatballs, but he was basically tipping his pitches to all the hitters. And, and they rocked him. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of those guys that rocked him was Pablo Sandoval 
of the San Francisco Giants, okay? So Verlander gets rocked starting the All-Star game for the AL. And uh, what happens? Well, uh, the uh, Tigers have to go on the road in the World Series because they lost that game that Verlander tanked. And uh, and then got rocked again by Pablo Sandoval in game one of the World Series in San Francisco. So there's a situation where I personally remember the all-star outcome kind of having an effect and kind of being a precursor to the World Series. Well, and here here's where scrambling because you have a PR nightmare gets you in trouble. Because that was yeah. the Milwaukee all-star game, right, where they just had to, to call it a draw. Yeah. Yeah. And Bud Selig was embarrassed. If it hadn't been in Milwaukee, this probably doesn't happen, you know. And it's so stupid to put so much emphasis on that. You know, what What if we did it in the NBA? Would it have been fair to Colton State that they started in Cleveland? You know, I mean, it, it's so stupid and asinine. That's why I think the NBA does it the best when it comes to All-Star games. I enjoy watching it every year. Granted, you're right, there's no defense, but it's just fun. You know, it's fun to watch. And, and I wish baseball would have more fun with it. But, you know, everybody would get their panties in a bunch if, you know, if, uh, uh, if all of a sudden Prince Fielder had to be the pitcher because that's how they drew it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or or you know Miguel Cabrera is pitching and uh, throws out his arm or something, does something stupid. Uh, you, know, you, you would you wouldn't want to see anything like that happen. Well, don't let the fan, if you don't want to let the fans vote and maybe you take it away. Let the fans dictate the starting lineup. Then once you d- decide the rosters, you know, just put all in. The, here's all the all stars that have been elected by teammates, writers, and managers. Now let the fans you know vote on the starting lineup or the ba- you know uh, what I mean. That's how they used to do it. And uh, I liked it better that way because they 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 put out a roster ballot of the uh, of the top deserved people at each position, you know, statistically. So you know they're at least selecting somebody worthy uh, when they do that when they when the, when the fans elect the starters. As long as those that are worthy are at the game, you know, it's not the end of the world if you're not starting if, if you come in later in the game. Because usually everybody plays. You know, usually every manager does what he can to go to the end of his bench and, and get somebody in there. I love how how uh, Jim Leland of the Tigers a few years ago, you know, in, in the arch nemesis Yankees uh, with Mariano Rivera's farewell and the game being in New York. Granted, it was where the Mets play, but still New York. And, and he sets it up so Mariano can make a grand entrance with nobody else on it, with all his teammates still on the bench. It was very, very well, cool. Very, well that, very, very good moment, all-star moment. Remember, the controversy was the fact that he brought him in in the eighth inning and not the ninth, but there was a possibility that he wouldn't have pitched in the ninth. Exactly. Remember, people were pissed exactly. at Leland that he brought him in in the bottom of the eighth, but there was a chance that they might not pitch him again in the ninth. And I thought it was a very classy move. And the fact that, see, that's what I mean. Everybody wants to bitch about everything. You know what I mean? The fact yeah, that they were yeah. so pissed about that. But I thought it was a classy move by Leland all around, uh, yeah, what well, they did they, for Mariano yeah, Rivera. They, they bitched until they realized how smart Leland is. And he's like, I know the situation. He, we might not have a, we, there might not be an inning for him to pitch in. I got to get him in now to make sure he gets his moment. So good for Leland. Uh, at any rate, just one of my favorite all I've got several all-star moments that stand out. Uh, and then way back in the day, uh, Detroit had, had an all-star game, and I was 10 years old, dude, 1973, and Reggie Jackson hit uh, home runs, and one of them went out of Tiger Stadium. And you want to talk about a bomb. Reggie Jackson could hit bombs, but he hit three of them in that all-star game, one of them out of Tiger Stadium. It was nuts. I was at one game at Tiger Stadium where somebody hit one out of the park in, in, in center field, uh, and it was, uh, it was Cecil Fielder. Hit one oh, yeah. so far mm-hmm. I was like, God, that's not going to stop till it hits White Castle. It was, uh, it was, <laughs> it was the, and that was such a cool thing because you couldn't do it anywhere else. To sit in the upper deck at that time yeah. in center field was such a cool thing at Tiger Stadium. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put it in Windsor, I think. <laughs> right there in the Million Dollar Saloon. Not that I've been there. Uh, boom, boom. Yeah. Hey, let's take a break, man. Uh, we're going right. to get back to the NBA Finals. It's uh, Game 6 tonight. Uh, love your thoughts. Hit us up on Twitter. Mo Radio Show. Billy Elvis. BS Sports The Fan on Twitter. Also Facebook. Uh, love your thoughts. Uh, we're going to get back into it. Game 6 is uh, at the top of the hour. That's when our show ends. and We can dial in. Uh, game 6 from Cleveland. So stick around. It's the BS Sports Show. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh. Um... Lollygag, it ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal. Broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. 
When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. This is a bad show. They worked really hard, and it didn't make it good. It's the BS Sports Show. All right, man, we're back, and uh, it's a Tuesday night. It's game six of the NBA Finals, and... Cleveland hopes to stay alive tonight. A Herculean effort from LeBron James to be expected. Uh, should the Cavs win tonight, Mo? Uh, who's going to be the guy that helps LeBron the most? Is it going to be Miles Goff? Is it going to be J.R. Smith? Is it going to be uh, Iman Shumpert? Is it going to be somebody else? Well, it's hard for me to pick Miles Goff because I don't have any idea how much Black plays him tonight. I think uh-huh. if uh, if Steve Kerr stays with that lineup, you know, because you really at this point. You can't you can't really take Tristan Thompson out either, you know, because that guy has right. given given you so many second chances that you can't take him out. But I almost think that uh, that Mozgov's a better rim defender, but I, I don't know where the change out comes because that team is so fast, you know. And, and we did, we saw, uh, 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 gosh, so I mean, what's the other center for uh, for Golden State? You know, Bogut. He didn't play a minute. Bogut. Yeah. Game. Yeah. You know? and that was. So, a- Smooth move on uh, on Steve Kerr's part because Bogut was hurting him. I, I feel that either Delavadova's got to step up tonight, and if not, J.R. Smith. And again, he's the X factor. I mean, really is because what do you get from him tonight? And if you get 24 points, can you keep him from not getting you six stupid fouls? You know. Um, so I think it's either gotta, probably got to be Delavadova, or you look uh, at a guy who could be playing a lot more minutes than James Jones. Who, and, you know, and James Jones has taken what six. Uh, uh, Offensive fouls so far uh, in the last couple of games, so that, that's where I'd look. Delvin Dover, James Jones, just because J.R. Smith is so hard to predict, it's, it's hard to say yes him. Well, here's the thing, you know, should Cleveland win these finals somehow, some way, um, it's going to go down as one of the greatest finals ever. And if Cleveland doesn't, then it's going to be another one of those finals where you say, you know, what would have happened had Kyrie and Kevin Love played and, and, and yada yada. So uh, it goes down as one of the greats all time. Uh, if Cleveland wins it all, but not so much if Golden State does. Uh, however, we're seeing one of the more special finals performances ever out of LeBron James, that's for sure. Well, do we give Golden State a pass if they if they lose? Because do we call it a humongous collapse, or do we go and say like everybody else, well, hey, well, they're so young that, you know, they were inexperienced, they'll be back. You know, is, is that what, well, how do we lean if Golden State blows us? It was a huge collapse and disappointment. Or, well, they're a young team and first-year coach. Where do we go? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – that's. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of reasons why why Cleveland shouldn't win this championship. Um, David Blatt's one of them. David Blatt's one of them. Injuries is probably the biggest story here because the Cavs, you know, the Cavs probably would have beaten Golden State with Kyrie for sure. And uh, and with Kevin Love, who knows, the intangible would have been there. You know, you'd have had an experienced guy. I'm sure you'd have got a game or three out of him. Uh, but but like Blatt says and like uh, LeBron says, hey, there's, there's 45 points that you don't have <laughs> when you don't have Kyrie. 
and Kevin Love. Not to mention the other things those two bring to the table. Well, and you can give you know you can give a ton of reasons why Golden State should win. I can only give you one reason why the Cavs should win. Yeah, LeBron James. Yeah. Now I'll tell you, you know, in in Game Five, Tristan Thompson was a much better offensive player. I think that made it easier not to play Mozgov as well. You know, because some of those putbacks that he normally just bricks. You know, he was putting right. uh, balls in the basket, and there was a couple of uh, post moves. You know, with a, a couple of spins and a, and, a, and a reverse that you know Tristan Thompson had a pretty good offensive game. Now, if he can stay there in there and play that much and still get you ten, twelve points, you know, I think you got to be ecstatic. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's uh, uh, he, he's someone LeBron likes a whole lot too, uh, and uh, and Tristan Thompson's one of those guys that is a better player because LeBron James is on the floor. <laughs> a lot well, of those sure. guys. Were, a lot of those guys right now are better players because LeBron's on the floor. That's one of the special things about LeBron. But, but yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, um, somehow, some way, they they find a way to expose Golden State via Tristan Thompson. So he he can be a very important piece uh, in their effort to try to to get that win tonight and force a game seven. I think the energy is so much that it's going to be hard not to see LeBron carry it. But I think if if, if they can get past that initial spurt to where, you know, Golden State took over, what, five minutes into the first quarter, uh, right. you know, the last time in Cleveland. If they can get past and get through that first quarter uh, close and then, in, you know, the initial run that Golden State has seemed to make in these last couple of games in the fourth quarter at the start, that's where Cleveland has gone cold. You know, you can tell when the team, when the other guys run out of gas because uh, Cleveland has gone cold in, what, three of the last four games in the fourth quarter. I mean, at the start, I mean, extremely cold. So if they can uh, withstand that and some guys can uh, come out and, and shoot uh, very well, and maybe it's some of those bench guys at the start of the fourth quarter and keep Cleveland close, if it's close in the last minute or two, it's really hard to bet against LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, i tell you what. Um, i tell you what. The Cavs are the 56th different team um, to trail three games to two against a team that won at least ten more games than them in the regular season, all right? So only two, only two of those previous fifty-five teams came back to win the series. So wow. that that's a that's an Elias stat that's uh, not boding well for the Cavaliers. But then again, we're seeing uh, we're seeing a man put a team on his shoulders like we've never seen before. You know, I mean Jerry West did it. That's why he's the last guy to win the uh, MVP on a losing team uh, because he did the same thing back then. Um, but that's how far back you got to go. What is that? Forty some years ago, you got to go back with Jerry West doing that. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're seeing we're seeing greatness personified right now by LeBron. No you know, I mean, well, we don't talk about it enough. You know, we talk about Jordan was at the final six times and won all six and and what have you. But do you realize that two of the three, at least in this modern era, of the worst teams that have ever made it to the NBA Finals, LeBron's on two of those three. I mean, yeah. what does it say about the play of LeBron James as a bat? And he was immature as hell in '07. But I mean, two of the three worst uh, Finals teams, including that uh, 2000 Philadelphia 76ers team, LeBron's on two of those. He's willed two teams with horrific uh, surrounding cast to the yeah. NBA Finals. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and again, you know, that's why there's talk surfacing of of LeBron putting in an MVP performance. You know, I was one of those that thought LeBron should have been the MVP of the regular season. I know what Steph Curry did with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I know they put together the best record, one of the greatest records in NBA history. And uh, uh, I, but then again, I, that was a that was a pure team effort where that team absorbed 
little to no injuries all season long. Yeah, so, I think seven seven total games his starters missed. I think it was a stat I saw. Seven total games uh, yeah. during the regular season. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that I'm not taking away from Steph, but that was a great team effort. So how much cred does he get? He gets a he gets a portion of the cred for what his team did. Uh, what LeBron did, I mean, I LeBron gets the lion's share of the turnaround the Cavs went through this year uh, with the personnel changes and everything that they had to uh, try and figure out to become a team that could become formidable at the right time, which is now. Yeah, you know, and. and our friend John McMullen from the Sports Network always points out that the quarterback gets too much credit when a team wins and right. uh, takes too much when the team loses. And LeBron really feels like one of those only players in the NBA that gets so much on both sides. He gets killed. He can have a you know he has triple double and he still get killed when the Cavs lose a game. You know, still get killed. And, and when they win, well, you know, LeBron, everyone for LeBron. It's it, 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 I can't imagine what it's like to be him for a day because it doesn't matter what you do as LeBron James. It's never enough. Yeah. Never enough. No. Uh, and then some guys get what they deserve. How about Urban Meyer? Did you see the story about Urban Meyer with the parking space? No. Yeah, somebody parked in Urban Meyer's parking space on the Ohio State campus. Oh, no. Uh, and he, so what did he do? He, he parked that person in with his Mercedes right behind uh, who, who took his parking spot. Parked him in. <laughs> With his Mercedes, no less. Uh, if it's me, I'll just back right into it. If I, you know, yeah. because I've, I've never really had a nice car, so I, I mean, at that point, it, isn't that kind of a dick move? A yeah, big time dick move. And uh, I, apparently, there were open parking spaces very near where his allotted parking space was. Uh, so why doesn't he just, you know, bite the bullet and park next to his space if somebody's in his space and leave them a a, a harsh note? What a dick. Well, uh, of course, uh, you know, would you say the same thing, though? Because it sounds like something Jim Harbaugh would do, too. I mean, let's. well, no, he seems more of a fan of the student. You know, he's a man of the people. But yeah. if, if Harbaugh had done the same thing, would it still be a, a dick move? Uh, no, it would have been pretty cool, probably. <laughs> Meyer just seems like a cocky jerk, though. You know, so it's it's easy to dislike him. I mean, he's good, yeah. but he seems like a cocky jerk. Harbaugh, you know, out there with his his little uh, dad gut with his shirt off, you know, and he's got so many coaches up in arms for the fact that he can't, uh, you know, he, he, he's holding those satellite cams. Harbaugh, I like the attitude. Uh, Harbaugh probably drives a Ford Focus, and Urban's rolling in in a Mercedes. Come on, what a what a pompous dick. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. And maybe that's the problem. I don't know if I'd want my name on a parking spot. Just say, have it say reserved, you know? <laughs> I want to find Urban Meyer's parking spot and take a dump on it. Well, he, I don't know that that would bother him unless you, you parked think? in a spot. And, well, if, I mean, if you're sitting in it taking a dump, he'd probably be uh, upset. You think he would just park his car on top of my stool? I do. You know, I don't know if you've ever driven through an Amish community. You know, it doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it happens. It happens. And I assume there's a lot that he drives through. Yeah, okay. All right. So he'll tolerate that. That won't be such a knock on Herb. He won't think much about me dumping in his parking spot. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he, would, uh, he, he wouldn't care. I think you'd have to be sitting mid-dump for him to care if you were sitting in a spot doing that. All right, I'll tell you what. It would make me feel good. 
Well, once you, if, I think it would hurt him more if you if you sat in the car and did it, <laughs> as opposed to doing it in the spot. Oh man, um, yeah. David Blatt's quote today about Game Six tonight: "What you have to hope for is the survival instinct. If you want to play another day, you have to win." I think he's talking about himself, or you think he's talking about the Cavs? <laughs> uh, you know. <sighs> I just got a. I got. I had a text from somebody and like, could you guys kiss LeBron's ass anymore? I don't know that we're doing that, are we? Uh, yeah, we're giving him a lot of credit. We're we're we're, we're showing him a lot of love. Are we we're not showing him about, enough though? Uh, well, I mean, there is credit where credits due, and in this case, credits due here. Uh, I I was the first to pick on him for. For, for whining a little bit and professing to everybody that he's the greatest in the world, something we already know. Uh, this, not long after he had already kind of uh, got pissy when when someone said something about the Caval- uh, the, the, the Warriors letting uh, LeBron score. And he's like, well, first off, nobody's letting me do anything. I go take it. You know I mean? Well, he's just- I agree with that, though. I agree with that. I don't think anybody let Jordan score either. I don't think the Pistons let Jordan score. I think he was scoring regardless. Yeah, I think that's not the right way to phrase it. I think it's, uh, I, I think what the Pistons and what the back in the day with Jordan and what the Warriors are doing now is just taking their medicine, letting LeBron do what LeBron does, and and that doesn't mean they're not trying to stop him. That means that's just what LeBron does. He scores. He'll do what he wants. Yeah, you know, and uh, I just I, I think it's cocky of a team to say, well, we let LeBron get his points. So I think you know, on the other hand, that was a cocky statement. We let LeBron get his points. Yeah, well, that's that's true. I mean, maybe it's head games. Maybe it's head games. Did get a a terse response from from LeBron in the uh, media room. That's for sure. And again, I, I think it's very hypocritical because we're always mad. With, you know, the players never say anything, especially you know around the Super Bowl time, and then we get mad when they do say something. You know, All right, here's what, the deal. LeBron's going to be the third player in NBA history to average thirty points, ten rebounds, and five assists a game in the NBA Finals. And the only others to do it, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Akeem Olajuwon. And I think those were pretty special dominant players. You're right. You're right. And and those guys had decent teams around them, and they won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Kareem never did it alone. Akeem never did it alone. Yeah, you know, I, I hope that it, LeBron pushes it to a Game 7 tonight because at least I want to see that final showdown. I want to see, you know, you really see how big LeBron's heart is if it goes to a game seven, because I have a feeling that all the rest of those players on the Cavs will be out of gas, including LeBron, but I really want to see the intrigue of a game seven. Oh, no question. I mean, that's that's what we all want. and We didn't, we didn't get it for Lord Stanley's Cup. Uh, we got a great series, but it didn't go seven. Uh, but, yeah, the do-or-die scenario where, you know, because it's just a different mindset. Golden State doesn't have to win tonight. Uh, when, when it's a game seven, both teams have to win. It's win or go home, man. Uh, so, yeah, you always love that scenario. And, you know, it's going to be really curious to see what happens. Should the Cavs win, you know, what happens at the Oracle on Friday night for a game seven? Because I think that's going to be a war, too. I agree. Let, let's take a quick early break because I want to come back. I want to talk a little bit more about the Blackhawks last night and then make our predictions for uh, for tonight's game. Cool. I got a couple uh, sports soup stories too. So. Awesome. All right, stick around. Getting back uh, 
in just a couple minutes with the final segment, weeknights 7 to 9. Uh, whether you're tuned in at the bsportshow.com uh, via the, the blog talk uh, uh, blog talk radio, or you've checked us out at Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, uh, which is indianasportsradio.com. We thank you for tuning in. Mo Time on Twitter is at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, at BS Sports the Fan on Facebook, too. It's the BS Sports Show. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh. Um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal. Broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you.
Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in Central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown meets the BS Sports Show. It gives crappy people a chance to sort themselves out. One more time, thanks for tuning in. We're with you weeknights from 7 to 9, Mo Times MO Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. You know, uh, ESPN just tweeted uh, that when facing elimination, LeBron James has been his most Jordan-esque in the past. Uh, yeah, that's one thing, you know, the, the finals that he's lost, man, you see some special performances from LeBron win or lose. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I see another 40 point game tonight and, and maybe, maybe it's better if he doesn't have to score 40, you know, if he, if he can get 33 and he's got some contributors, maybe that's better for him. But uh, I see another 40 point game, probably another triple double. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt he's going to light it up. He's just going to flat out have to, uh, in my mind. Uh, They're going to do their best to try to slow down uh, Golden State, but uh, Golden State's going to end up wearing them out, wearing them down like they have in the last couple games. And uh, Golden State's going to hang on for the win tonight. It's going to be another Game 6 victory, just like last night in Chicago. Yeah, and what a victory it was. A uh, dominant victory last night. Corey Crawford, uh, pretty stellar game again. Duncan yep. Keith, the uh, MVP. Patrick Kane put the icing on the cake. And uh, Chicago, you know, I, I heard uh, Doc Emmerich say today, he said, you know, we have a new way we defend, we define dynasty. And he said maybe this kind of a dynasty is with a small D instead of capital D. And maybe that's true because we've kind of switched the way we talk about dynasty Maybe, maybe maybe this is that lowercase d dynasty as opposed to, you know, when the Canadians ran off five straight Stanley Cups. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Justin Cohn tweeted out uh, a little while ago and, and very astutely that what's really amazing is, is that just prior to this run, 
uh, they were the laughing stock of the NHL. The Blackhawks were the doormat in the NHL for so long. And uh, and what an amazing turnaround to be all of a sudden uh, the most successful team in hockey in the last six years. Yeah, and I mean, as a uh, fan of the Red Wings, how did, you know, and they've had uh, a long, long history of battles. Is it to get your goat a little bit that the Blackhawks are now the uh, the the toasted team of the NHL? Uh, to a certain degree, yeah. I mean, I, I've got high hopes for my team with their new young coach. I think, uh, I, I think, you know, they've they've by no means fallen into the to the dumper. They're still a, a playoff team year in and year out. But yeah, I want to see them be up there with those great teams of. Uh, of past years, of the early 2000s, and, and, and of the 90s especially. Uh, those were some great, great Red Wing teams. And of course, I want to see them back to greatness, but credit where credit's due with the Chicago franchise. They've done it with class. They've done it with style. And I think now, I think now, finally, the monkey's off Corey Crawford's back, don't you think? Oh, yeah. And the uh, and the, and the thing is now is is what happens next year. I mean, they're still going to be a pretty good team, but they have 12 uh, contracts that are up. You know, yeah. and who who doesn't come back? And that's the amazing thing that they've kept this team, you know, pretty much together, uh, you know, for most of this run. But you know, it's going to be a different looking Blackhawks team next year. But still, you know, as Shrocky said a few weeks ago, a pretty damn good team because they got some amazing young players. Oh, no question, no question about it. So uh, th- that's why it's such a respected organization. You know, they they, they keep uh, they they keep kind of retooling each and every year, and. You know, I think another comparison would be the San Francisco Giants and very similar stories with this ever every other year scenario in winning a, a championship. Uh, but you know, the, uh, just kind of various different pieces to the puzzle. Uh, not always expected to be there. Not always amongst the early favorites. You know, the Blackhawks weren't one of the favorites going into the into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Not at all. And. Uh, and and you know that maybe that's kind of like the similarity with the Giants that they have the San Francisco Giants, but but nevertheless you know to be respected because of the way the organization is run. Yeah, I mean a lot of people didn't think they would get past Nashville, who has an amazing goaltender in Pekka Rene. Uh, you know, and and uh, you know watching the Blackhawks win also makes my heart hurt for the Cubs, who let their uh, their vice president John McDonough go be the president of the Blackhawks back in the like '03. And uh, now he's uh, brought three championships to the Blackhawks, and the Cubs still uh, sit where they are. But it'll be fun. Well, you know, the, I, remember, I remember the last Blackhawks parade, and, and uh, watching that on television, the, the crowd in Chicago for a Blackhawks championship parade, unreal. Yeah, it's funny that you bring up the Cubs. Nice segue to uh, Sports Soup, the lighter side. There's uh, MLB uh, retweeted uh, Joe Madden uh, hoisting uh, the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so, oh, God. Joe, Joe Madden got his hands on the Stanley Cup already. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that, that it seems like that always happens, man. That you know, right after a, a cup championship like that, what, what do the Blackhawks do? They're like, "Where's a big crowd? Oh, the Cubs are playing. Let's go to a Cubs game with the cup already." So they already got the cup at uh, the friendly confines of Wrigley, uh, and I'm sure it was well received by uh, the Cubs faithful there uh, tonight before that Cleveland Indians Cubs game. Hey, Joe uh, Madden, the, whoop, sorry, I was just gonna say Joe Madden looks like a stud carrying that cup over his head, looking like he's a Stanley Cup winner. He's jacked. Well, you know, there was some other championship fodder last night as well, and I don't know, you know, the uh, the WWE had Monday Night Raw in Cleveland last night, and uh, as their world champion, who was a bad guy, took some shots 
at uh, Johnny Football, who was sitting front row, of course, and at LeBron, saying the Cleveland better enjoy while he was in town because that's the only championship that they'll ever see. So it was uh, LeBron got poked at a little bit last night too, and I'm sure uh, many people were poking at uh, at Joe Madden and the Cubs, saying that's probably the only championship trophy he'll hold while in Chicago. Yeah, well, I, I guess uh, you know, kudos to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because uh, that's another one of my sports soup stories. Smart enough to uh, put up a San Francisco exhibit at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, knowing that the Golden State Warriors were going to be in the uh, NBA Finals and some of their fans would travel and maybe take in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while in town for basketball. Uh, But I guess there was uh, some Golden State Warrior fan vandalism in the uh, San Francisco exhibit at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, too. So, uh, funny stuff. Yeah, you know, it. It was shocking seeing the, I don't know if you saw some of the video of the celebration in Wrigleyville where it seemed to be huge in Chicago last night, but right. I hate when a city wins a championship and they tear it down. And doesn't that feel like Oakland, uh, that, that that's that's what will happen should they win? And I didn't feel like it'll be more vandalism than anything. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Uh, and, and yeah, I, I don't get that either, man. I mean, I get exuberation. I get fun partying. I get yelling and screaming and horn honking and... Uh, all hours of the night, but you know, why? What, what the hell? What's the violence about? What makes you want to get violent? You should be happy. You should be, you know, you should be giving high fives to people you would normally not give high fives to. Not trashing stuff. What the hell? Well, you know, I and I always akin it to this is, you know, uh, one of my family members one time got super mad at his wife and threw him busted his phone. And I was like, well, how does that feel now? You broke your own, you know, why, if you're going to throw anything, throw something to hers, but you broke your own phone because you were mad. I mean, that makes no sense to me. You win and you break your own stuff. You tear up your own city. You know, if you're yeah. that pissed, right? You know, fly to Cleveland, tear up their crap. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, if you're a Warriors fan in Cleveland, I sure set some of their stuff on fire. But why your own? I, I've never gotten that. People bust their own phone because they're pissed, you know? I, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. Make things worse. Uh, and, that's, and that's just a lesson in, you know, anger management, too. It's like, Damn it! You know, I probably wouldn't have broke my own stuff. I, I probably wouldn't have broke my uh, $500 iPhone 6 Plus if I wasn't angry and I was using my damn head. <laughs> you know, like it would make it always would seem to me like it would make more sense. Like if Cleveland loses tonight, they they set the city on fire. You know, okay, you're right, mad because right. you lost. Now tear some stuff up. But when you win and you do it, you know that happened in Columbus when Ohio State won. You know, they started vandalizing, yep. setting couches on what? Uh, maybe it's an Ohio thing. Yeah, I know. No, it's just it's just human nature and uh, mass consumption of alcohol. <laughs> you know, I, I remember being the, at the uh, Super Bowl in Miami when the Colts won, and I came, went to the championship parade. And never once did I think about setting anything on fire, beating anybody up, stabbing anyone. I was just having fun. I was enjoying it. In the con- you're right, high fiving everybody, nobody you knew, and how great it was, and hugging everybody, and, yeah, and yeah. never once did I ever want to set anything on fire. I mean, I don't know. I I don't get it. I I just I just don't get it. I I don't get it either. Maybe it's just an uh, opportune moment for just complete and utter stupid people just to blend in with the with normal people that are just celebrating and having fun. (laughs) And they're like, "Hey, let's run around in the streets!" But then we'll tip the police car over and light it on fire. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Screw the pigs. Yeah. I. I I agree. I I think for everybody who's involved in one of those, we should get to go light their house on fire and be like, woohoo! <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, right? 
A couple more. As people say, we've got this uh, love affair going with LeBron James tonight. A couple more things to think about uh, when facing elimination games. LeBron James, 7-7, seven and seven, all right? Jordan, 6-7 and seven in elimination games. Uh, huh. Jordan Jordan averaged 31.3 points per game. LeBron, 31.9 points per game. Both of them just over 31 points a game. Both, well, no, Jordan about 7.9 rebounds a game. LeBron, 10.1 rebounds Jeez. a game. Uh, indicative of his size. And then uh, assists slightly favor Jordan. Seven assists per game for Jordan. 6.4 for LBJ. But well, very, very, very similar stats in a similar amount of games in elimination games. Crazy, isn't it? Well, yeah, and that assist number makes sense because Jordan had guys on his team that could create their own shot, where LeBron right now doesn't. Uh, right. you know, and you know what I've noticed about LeBron is a lot of times it doesn't seem like he's trying for a rebound. He, he's just always in the right spot, you know what it seems. Right. He's that's always in the right spot. That's his basketball IQ uh, of understanding angles, of understanding, okay, here's the shot, here's where, here, here's where you know, just knowing where balls are going to end up. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I know he, I know he tries hard for rebounds. No, don't get me wrong, but it's always, doesn't it always just seem you look down and there's another rebound by LeBron, and by LeBron, and he's just in the right spot. Yeah, yeah. and some of those fallaway shots that he hits, you know, I think he's getting a little bit more lucky. I mean, those are just such low percentage shots, and maybe that's why his shot percentage has gone down a little bit. But still, you know, I mean, he's such a fierce competitor. And he can pretty much do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. The best defenders in the world can only contain him for so long, and that's about it. Yeah, I tried that on my rim, the, uh, I think it was Sunday afternoon, just to try to yeah. hit you know, uh, a fallaway three-pointer. And I think I hit the rim one time out of ten. I mean, I think I airballed every other one. It's such an amazingly hard shot. I mean, a three-pointer yeah. from that distance is hard enough to shoot by itself, but falling away with a guy in your yeah. face, it's just it, yeah. it's unbelievable the athletic uh, ability this guy has. But the, the more thing to me is, it's the control of his body that he has. Because, you know, you can be athletic, but controlling your body is, and it's amazing, the the skill that he has at that. Yeah. I mean, but do you agree, but do you agree with me uh, if, 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 the, if and when the Warriors win this championship? Uh, yeah, it's going to be an okay championship. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, I guess the best thing is, is it puts the Warriors number five on the all-time champions list uh, with uh, – their uh, their fifth victory. Uh, only the Celtics, Lakers, Bulls, and Spurs have more. Uh, but it would be a most special finals if LeBron and the Cavs come back down three games to two and win this in a game seven at the Oracle uh, when they were undermanned, when uh, they had to rebuild this team at the start of the year and throughout the course of the season with a rookie head coach. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be the story, and that would be something that would put it as one of the greatest finals of all time. Yeah, I, I think the Warriors win, it's an okay story. I think it's a story through the end of the week. If LeBron yeah. and the Cavs win, I think it's a story that gets the NBA through the summer. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's, no, that's a difference right. in it. You know, the, yeah. the, the Steph Curry aspect, and it's a great story, and through the parade, all right, cool. But LeBron takes his team to the finals because now you care about everything that happens, the offseason for Cleveland. You care yeah. about it a little more. You know, you care about I, I think if I'm just a, an NBA guy, I hope the Cavs win. All right, man. Well, enjoy game six, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow night from uh, 7 to 9, and every weeknight from 7 to 9. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. We thank you very much for tuning in. It's the BS Sports Show.